The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Rated PG-13 for mature content and nudity. Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to this episode of The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Um, it's Sunday. And the moon is out. I just got finished bowling. Um, so, I'm like, I, uh, I drank a little, and I smoked a little, um, so, I'll get into what happened, um, Today I had uh, work nine. Uh, I'm sorry, eight to five. Got off work and went home. I intended for myself to get a uh, peanut butter sandwich, but um, I meditated instead. And kind of fell asleep at it, so I didn't get far with that. Um, I got a text from one of my uh, teammates asking if I was going to uh, come to bowling. And I was late. I, uh, I just could not get up for the life of me. Um, so, I was running late, uh, I arrived there, um, so, arrived at bowling, um, like, nothing out of the ordinary, happened, (laughs) um, until after bowling, I got asked by Debbie, um, she, she said, you know, Chris, do you want to, um, do you want to bowl after, and she said it as I was packing up my stuff to leave, so, you know, that's like a true decision that you have to make, um, and like a, uh, you know, a decision that you have to think heavily about, um, for one, you know, you just made your, um, choice to leave the bowling alley, you know, you're in the mindset to go home. And, you know, let's be honest, when you, when you, when you get home, you're not going to do shit. So it's just going to be, a, um, you know, a, you're just going to miss out on what happens. So, you know, I opted for to stay and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, Let's, uh, let's bowl some more. So, I was bowling with one of my partners, Debbie, and she had a, she brought a friend along, uh, his name's Koopa. Um, Debbie and Koopa know each other from, uh, a bar. Uh, I think, I think Debbie was a frequent goer of the bar, and Koopa was a bartender there. So, you know, we're just bowling. You know, I'm trying my best. Uh, although my scores didn't show it, I did pretty well. 
just, you know, lost some focus. Um, and then they popped the question. Oh, well, let me just rewind that. Um, they didn't, they didn't get, uh, engaged, you know, but, um, It would have been nice if they did. <laughs> uh, so they were they were drinking, and where um, Debbie got herself a beer, and then Koopa went into the bar, and he got himself, and he offered to buy me a beer. So I I didn't decline, and uh, it was it was also two furs. So, uh, thank you, Koopa, for two beers. Um, so, man, what a, what a weird night, because I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. So, we... You know, we got our beers, and we're drinking, and then, um, you know, we're not drunk, but, um, uh, Koopa has some weed in his car, so... They asked me if I smoke, and, you know, they asked me if I smoke, and I said yes. But let's be honest, I don't really smoke, but whenever whenever it's offered to me, I am 100%, I cannot decline, because it's just, you know, being being offered that weed, you know, it's got to be coming from God, so I can't say no. Um, and, you know, I, I can't find it in myself to say only do I only smoke weed for spiritual experiences? Because tonight, you know, although I was, you know, I wasn't in it 100% for the spiritual experience. I wasn't in it totally. But, um... I was in, I was, you know, I, I was in it for... A spiritual experience, you know, it takes a lot of discipline to do that, um, weed, you know, I guess, because I haven't, I haven't been able to say this before, but it's been, or I can't say it's been as if it's like been every time, because I, I don't smoke that much. This is like the first time that I smoked and since the summer. Uh, so it's the winter, you know, uh, fall, fall and summer, you know, I guess that's like roughly three months. Um, you know... It's been, it's, I, once again, okay, well, I found where I left off. Um, it hasn't been harder to focus on my spirituality when I'm high, because it's only been this one time, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was hard for this one time. Uh, maybe it has something to do with because I was bowling, and, you know, I was, I was a little tipsy, 
Um, so, you know, I, my heart just wasn't in 100% into spirituality, but it was more so into the moment, into the moment. But, you know, that's not to say that I wasn't trying to find my inner focus, my inner peace with God. And, you know, I, I did have ex, ex, experience, a spiritual experience, but I guess because it didn't require as much focus as it has in the past, that, you know, I don't, I don't need this, I don't need this weed for this spiritual experience is kind of what I'm finding out, I guess. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, more sociologically, um, you know, here I am with Debbie and Koopa and they've known each other. So, you know, I kind of, you know, kind of fell back, quote unquote, fell back into a third wheel position because, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to gather what, what this situation is going on right now. So I take it upon myself, you know, you know, maybe they're trying to get together. Like, I don't know. So I just, probably wrong, but I just found it in myself to take a step back in their social interactions and to, you know, take a step back and, you know, kind of focus on my own bowling. Um, you know, I didn't bowl a me well, I bowled pretty good, but I didn't you know, I, as I said before, I didn't put up amazing numbers. So, um, so yeah, I kind of like assume the third wheel position. Uh, I said quote unquote third wheel because, or uh, quote unquote take a step back. Because, you know, I, I felt like myself um, in, you know, the situation as being a third wheel, you know, you're not, <clears throat> you maybe not be talking in the interactions that they're having, but, and quite frankly, trying to uh, not be a part of them at all, um, you know, your mind is still here. You know, you're still God's son. You know, you're still creating. You're still existing. And that's what God does. <laughs> he exists. <laughs> so, you know, trying to influence but not really influence, you know, I don't know, you know, trying to influence a, um, you know, for them to advance in their whatever relationship that they have is pretty much the role that I took. Um, and it's like, I mean, it's bold enough for me to assume that I mean, well, I, I said it bluntly or vaguely, you know, like their relationship, you know, they, they could just be a friendship or, you know, who, who the fuck knows? Maybe they were a friendship and then they fucked and now they just want the awkwardness to go away. Like, I don't fucking know about their relationship, but, you know, I just found myself in this situation. So, like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? 
I mean, you know, I'm just, oh God, it's, I'm just, I'm just explaining what happens from my point of view. So, and my point of view is my truth. So, you know, whether it's the truth or not, um, that's up to God. <laughs> I don't, I'm just speaking my mind right now. Uh, and hopefully maybe I can learn something from this. And maybe I have learned something from this, but I just don't realize it. So, you know, um, so yeah, but, you know, pretty much, you know, the past couple days, you know, have been pretty bland as far as exciting shit goes. And let's be honest, like, maybe the past two, two weeks, maybe? No, I can't say that. Maybe the past week or so, you know, nothing really exciting has popped up. But this has, and, you know, it's something to talk about because it's, you know, it's not every day that someone offers an outsider, you know, um, someone offers their time to an outsider. So, you know, the outsider is definitely doing something right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I went along with, uh, you know, Debbie. She, I, you know, I can't, I can't decline that offer to pull some more. So, you know, it's an experience and one more for more experience. So, um, you know, so Debbie, you know, we're all bowling. And so then the question comes up, um, uh, do I smoke? And I think, as I said before, you know, yes, um, I do smoke, uh, you know, but, you know, I don't really smoke, but I smoke 100% when I'm offered, um, because I know that something will become of this, um, something exciting. So... <laughs> Maybe I'm just a fucking drug addict coming to his realization. Uh, so, you know, after a game, uh, when the game finishes, uh, we all go outside to smoke. And we smoke in uh, Koopa's car. Uh, you know, I have two hits. Uh, because I think two hit, I think two hits are the norm. Every time someone passes, you get two hits. That's what I've been accustomed to. <laughs> so, you know, I take my two hits and then, you know, we didn't smoke anymore. So I guess, uh, much ado about nothing. I get, I guess, uh, two hits are just good enough. So, take my two hits, and then we go back into the bowling alley. Okay, I'm sorry. I take my two hits, then Debbie takes her whatever, how many hits she takes, and then we go back into the bowling alley. So, you know, I'm trying to find myself. <laughs> The best way to put it, you know, try to find myself and, you know, you know, come back to that responsibility state of state of mind where, you know, trying to find my spirituality again. And let me tell you, I was able to find my spirituality on the lanes uh, just after every shot, you know, expressing myself. You know, if the ball's, uh, you know, if it looks like it's coming in light, you know, I'll try to, try to like animate myself to, 
get the ball over. Or, you know, if I think the ball is coming in high, try to, like, brace myself because I don't want to split. So, you know, I'm, I'm coming, when I'm bowling, you know, I'm in that mindset where, you know, I feel, I feel one with God. You know, I feel good. So, uh, you know, we're, we're bowling. And then the game ends, and then, uh, you know, I, uh, so uh, Debbie and Koopa, okay, so I had, I had uh, let me, let me backtrack. So we come back from bowling, <clears throat> I'm sorry, we come back from smoking, and then, um, so we go, me and Koopa go for a second round second round, because we had two first, so, god damn, dude, oh, dude, I work with a really hot chick, and I just thought about her, (laughs) so, I just wanted to throw that out, um, so, uh, so Koopa, or, Koopa tells me to take the walk, and I get the two beers. And I thought he was drinking uh, Bud Light, but I was wrong. I mean, this wasn't a big deal to me, but it, it was to him. So I, w- I got two Bud Lights. And, you know, I made a mistake. Um, he wanted uh, whatever. <laughs> Whatever he was drinking, I don't remember. So, you know, I don't know. I didn't take responsibility for that. Um, but, you know, I did take responsibility for the times that, you know, he was upset in his bowling. So, whenever... You know, he was upset after the result of the strike. I would ask, I would just ask him questions about anything. So, you know, trying to take responsibility for Koopa. And, you know, because Koopa and Debbie are friends. You know, they most likely have a past and maybe have had their differences or maybe not have, but, you know, it's just, it was a, uh, not a situation that I consciously have been in before to, you know, just be in the situation where, you know, a guy and a girl, they're friends. So, I mean, this is like so weird to talk about, but like, just a guy and a girl at their friends, and, you know, I'm just here for the ride, I guess, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, they, they got, so, Debbie went to get him another beer of whatever he wanted, so, score one for Chris, <laughs> got to get Debbie her, uh, him a beer, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I, f- I feel like I'm just, like, the most godly third wheeler, you know, you know, invite me at your risk, because I can set y'all, I, what am I saying, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, I'm judging, but, um, so, I don't know, maybe I'm not judging, you know, maybe, maybe I have the right judgment on this, maybe, maybe I'm taking the appropriate actions, uh, for whatever happened tonight, because, fucking, please explain to me what happened, uh, you know, I'm totally, maybe I'm just totally taking this out of proportion, (laughs) so, you know, 
So Debbie comes back with a beer for Koopa. And... God damn, where's his turn? Um... So... You know, uh, we're bowling and shit happens. And I probably went out of order with this story. Uh, that's, this is probably the point where, you know, I was taking responsibility for whatever was happening to Koopa. So, I mean, this is good because, you know, the reality of this is that, you know, Koopa is my projection. And I'm just healing my projections and taking responsibility for them. So, um, that is that. And then we finish the game. And then Debbie and Koopa uh, went into the bar, I guess, to do shots. And. I'm not a shot man. Well, I I am a shot man, <laughs> but uh, I just couldn't do it. Uh, you know, because at this point of the night, you know, I'm I found this really good uh, mojo, or you know, namaste <laughs> that you know, I'm able to keep focus of. So, you know, at this point, you know, I'm actually taking the role of healing their relationship. And, you know, maybe I'm just sewing over my head, like, Chris, what the fuck are you talking about? But, you know, I was able to find myself where, you know, I was just, it's so natural where, you know, I'm, I'm an outsider, dude. I went out of that role. I went out of that name. You know, that Chris Hall, like, I wasn't that person. And I was able to differentiate, you know, Chris Hall and then my true self. And, you know, I was able to sit back and relax and, you know, find myself guiding these two people. And then, you know, well, not really guiding these two people, but, you know, reaching this mindset where these two people were in my mindset, too. And, uh, you know... Chris, you're only as crazy as you tell yourself. But, you know, I was able to find these two people in the same mindset where I was. And it was like all three of us were just, you know, playing God. You know, like, it did get away from us. But that doesn't mean that the experience got away from us. And so... You know, it was a good experience. So, uh, you know, I was, but yeah, so I was able to differentiate myself from my true self. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> now that I got that off my chest, I don't know what the fuck to talk about. Um. Yeah, I'm just at a loss for words right now. Uh, yeah. So, how about that weather? 
I think I feel like I was gonna getting into something else to talk about, but I forget about it. Uh, what is there to talk about that I haven't talked about yet? Um, I don't know, I guess it's just, because I don't want to feel like I'm withholding anything, but at, at the same time, like, I'm seriously content with not having to speak on anything. I mean, despite, you know, so I worked today, and, you know, there was a really hot chick, a co-worker, uh, you know, to be honest, I feel like she's too young, but, you know, she just has, like, a face that makes her seem older, um, I can say that objectively, can I? Uh, so, like, damn, she's beautiful, um, Uh, her name is Sam, and, you know, I just perpetually find myself finding all Samantha's attractive, uh, (laughs) um, I mean, I didn't really have, like, any interactions at all with her, so there's nothing really to talk about that, but, um, you know, there has been some instances of, you know, the Samantha that I had a crush on in high school of, you know, 13 and 22 coming up. And, you know, I'm not trying to justify myself, but, you know, I did, I did speak with, um, um, Devin about this as far, you know, I didn't speak about this topic, but, you know, just, um, the learning experience of synchronicity, and, you know, maybe I just can't see that, I can't, I can't, um, correctly identify, correctly identify synchronicities, you know, because, You know, he told me that, you know, when you get down to it, everything is a synchronicity. Um, Everything is in God. Which means that, you know, everything has, everything shares our purpose. And, you know, I just, I can't... I can't find that 100%, obviously, because honestly, if I was able to find that 100%, I would be in Christ. I I would be, you know, it would just be, it would just only 100% be God is and I am. And I don't have that, uh, um, relationship yet. So, 
you know, trying to not really like like try to find all where ties end meet. Uh, you know, like having a map and you know wrapping yard string around like a uh, a thumbtack you know making these ends meet uh i don't fucking know <laughs> um you know ah fuck man i lost myself Uh, you know, either I found myself or I lost myself with this distangled fucking mess. Uh, surprised if anyone's fucking listening <laughs> to this. But yeah, like, I guess I was saying, like, I haven't been able to make ends meet. Tie-ins meet? What the fuck? Uh, okay, I, I am stumped right now. So, yeah, I just remember, like, trying to talk about my, not my relationship with God, yes, my relationship with God, Um, and synchronicities, and how everything is a synchronicity, but I don't, I don't see it that way. Um... And, okay, so yeah, I was talking about, like, Samantha and stuff. So, I haven't been able to, to like, see, you know, this numerology 13 and 22. They've been coming up in, like, my life. And, you know, I, uh, my mind immediately... You know, I can't, I can't avoid it. It's just something that I think about. It's something that my mind comes to. Is, you know, when I hear 13 and 22, I think about Samantha. So, you know, as much as I don't want to, it fucking does. So, but you know, that's kind of taking away from the synchronicity. You know, I was... There's a reason for it. You know, maybe there's a reason that I just, I don't know of. And, you know, I I honestly think that's why. There's a reason that I don't know of. About. Why. Because, you know, like Devin was saying, everything is in God. So, you know, there's a purpose for it. There's a purpose for everything. There's a purpose for everything that happens in my life. Like, at a fucking 13. I'm on the route 13 right now. But, uh, you know, let me just chalk this up as this has nothing to fucking do with it. You know, it's just, it's that belief that I give myself. And, you know, whatever makes me happy is what I should follow. Because, you know, take away the form of this, you know, if it's something that I really like, um, it's something that I should follow. So, you know, 
and I lose myself whenever I ascribe my own purpose and reason to things. You know, it's it's like like am I am I crazy right now or is this happening? And you know, that's when you have to you have to think back to like the course and stuff. You know that maybe, you know, maybe you're on the wrong level right now. Maybe you have forgotten that this life is actually but a dream. And you are a dream figure in this dream. And everything else around you is a part of this dream. And, you know, like I've, like I described in the episode before, uh, you know, one of my best episodes that I think about is... You know, um, I loosen the grip of, or I loosen the world from all I thought it was. I loose the world from all I thought it was. And, you know, much like a dream, in this life we can create, not create everything, but are we even the creator in this dream? But um, you know, there's um, you know, we're we're a part of us is Christ, a part of us is God's son, a part of us can create. So. Um, you know, a part of us has control, technically, of the dream. And, you know, I guess you can deduce that, you know, we can we can perform miracles in this dream. Um, it's just, you know, taking yourself out of the dream and remembering, you know, who you represent. You know, bringing your mind back to the uh, the Big Bang. <laughs> uh, you know, bringing your mind back to Christ, and that bringing your mind back to the relationship of Christ and God, and then you know you find yourself. Your true self, your creative self, your loving self. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, at this point, I just talk and talk and talk. Um, but trying, trying to find your true identity is what this life is for. And, you know, there's tricks to it and a course and courses to find your true self and to awaken from this dream. Uh, But, you know, like I said before, you know, your only enemy is yourself, yourself doubt your ego to want to stay in this world uh, to stay in this dream which has which is no issue because it doesn't take away from your true identity and your true self uh, your true self is eternal And, you know, it's just like characters to a play that you act out. And it's fun. It's fucking fun, man. 
playing these characters in this world, it's awesome. You know, I'm fucking, I'm a 25-year-old. My name is Christopher Hall. I have so much identity. I have so much, you know, one could say separation. But, you know, I'm, I'm in this world where, you know, I have these things. I have these likes. I have these dislikes. I have a car. You know, I have ownership of things. It's fucking wild. But, you know, I, I don't, I can't get too much into it because I don't know for myself. You know, I don't know my ego self. Like, as far as, you know, I don't know, um, what was I trying to say? Like, I don't know how much I have in heaven when I leave this ego self, like maybe I have a car, maybe I have this same car in heaven. I don't know. So, you know, it's not like I should be able to cherish this because, you know, from maybe one perception to another, I can experience this, um, this self again, this ego Christopher Hall self. So, you know, things are exciting in this world. And, you know, but, you know, it's also exciting to, um, you know, Taylor Swift has a song. Uh,. Or, no, is it Taylor Swift? No, it's not. It's, I think it's Miley Cyrus. You know, she has a song that's like, best of both worlds. You know, you have this best of both worlds concept where, you know, you're in this world. You have this ego. Your name is Christopher Hall. You're, you're 25 years old. You, ha- you drive a white Hyundai Sonata. You work at a bowling alley. You, you have access to a second mind. You know, some people would think I'm fucking wild for saying this. But, you know, you have a mind for spirituality. You have a mind that craves God. You have a mind that is your true self in Christ. You have a part of your mind where you have no need for anything in this world. You have a part of your mind where you have these otherworldly experiences with God where you know, you know, you're, but you're still, you know, you can, um, you can change the experience of something with your mind, but you know, at the same time, you're still in this world. So you're trying to commune with God to find your true self as you know, the true self is the true self. Also, the ego self, but using that ego self to find the true self. And, you know, it's a very awesome experience. Uh, and that's what, you know, forgiveness provides is that experience of, you know, as the Course describes it, you're bringing holy rain to, you know, a famished, let me say it right, 
you know, brings holy rain to the desert, that a desert so needed rain that, you know, holy rain is brought to this desert. That's what forgiveness brings to the world. Um, and, you know, forgiveness seen in this world is fucking crazy. Like, how can you say blue is red? You know, how could you say everything is the same? How could you, uh, how could you just change definitions of these two words and make them similar? Um, you know, that's something forgiveness does. It's what it brings to the table is what it. It's what the world so sorely needs, is the abstraction of definition where, you know, gay people can kiss girls and, you know, that's, that's like, wow, man, that's fucking wild, man. And then, you know, you could bring a poor man to a bank and just have him take out a $10,000 of his bank account and donate to charity or something. But I don't know if it, that, that kind of like, that's a little more out there. Or just to like, I don't know. You know, just to see the same as, you know, a poor man and a rich man. You know, they offer the same wisdom. They offer God, and to see that in them, that they know, they know how to love you, and, you know, they can, they can make the same difference in the world. So, I don't know, I'm pretty much done with this episode. Um, I think that's enough for me. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and hope to catch you in the next one. I am signing off. See you. The Untold Secrets of an Outsider. Rated PG-13 for mature content and nudity.